what's going on everybody welcome to the 48th 47 48th one of the 46 i think um, i think we're 46 okay i'm completely off then of the hurt business podcast you already know this voice i'm josh and i'm joined here today with the co-host mr sharari and today we have some good good fights this weekend man we mm-hmm. got some good fights on the boxing side we got some ufc definitely a lot of interest there so um yeah wherever you want to take this we could uh i really don't have much to say but like opening just ready to talk about the fight yeah same same here bro i'm pumped for this weekend we got uh the biggest fight in the welterweight division in terms of boxing is happening this weekend yeah for sure i I can't fucking wait it's our annual dosage of uh terrence crawford yeah, seems like we only get to see this guy one time a year, so it's always, uh, you know, great to see him back. And you, it's all eyes when when Terrence Crawford's in the ring. So yeah, everybody's there in attendance. Yeah. So and it's crazy. Not the most popular boxer, either, right? But, right. You know. To add to that statement, he's definitely not the most popular. And I, I I seen a tweet today. He put a couple people to sleep during the press conference. Like people were <laughs> snoozing because it was that boring. He he literally had like four three word responses back to back. He, he's a man of few words. Yeah. That is one thing about him. He's not very marketable, um, you know. And that's just how it is. That's the sport of boxing, right? You just you gotta present yourself better than than how he presents himself because he's a great generational talent who you know hasn't fought that many skillful fighters and then on top of that he's doesn't really say much at press conferences he doesn't really have a persona you know outside of the ring or, or inside of the ring for that matter and so it's just kind of boring so i don't blame people for not liking him i also don't blame casual fans for not liking him either you know it's 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 you got to be able to play both sides of the yeah. spectrum right <clears throat> you got to be a sportsman at the end of the day but uh, definitely have to be a sportsman. Bud Bud sure. definitely does all his talking in the ring. He he doesn't he, does. he doesn't he doesn't talk much outside. But his uh his dancing orthodox southpaw the switch stance is definitely a a way of expressing himself. Yeah, that's the way he does it. But none, the, you know, it's yeah. But I was just gonna say, yeah, that's that's sort of what you get out of him, and um, he's uh, you know that's kind of what was I gonna say? That's kind of like. Uh, the the typical approach you'll see from him every fight too, for lack of better words, you know, is just the silent assassin, right? And then when he gets in the ring, it's you know he he shuts the whole crowd up. So you know you kind of you kind of love him, you hate him. So it is what it is. But yeah, he's a damn good boxer. That's all I care about. Exactly. That's all that matters, right? But not for most people. So definitely got to get on that side of. I don't know. You probably missed that train. <laughs> Being an entertainer, that, that boat is long sailed. Yeah. So, just keep doing his thing inside of the ring, and that's all he really yeah. can do. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. let's get into this fight, man. Let's, let's get into this fight. The bro. nitty and gritty. Let's do it. Stylistically, the this world. is this is this is great. It is, man. The welterweight champion, bro, Ter- Terrence Crawford, mm-hmm. finally in front of one of the biggest. Well, to wish that Terrence will ever face in his career, I think, at this point. Mm. And I'm ready to see how this fight goes down. 
in my opinion, this will be the biggest test for Terrence's career. I don't think anybody's doubting that. Um, for Sean as well, you know, I feel like Sean in this matchup is criminally underrated. And when you compare the styles of both fighters, you know, it kind of shows that a little bit. But getting into Terrence a little bit, you know, Terrence is as fluid as a welterweight can get, right? There's no denying that. The man has synergy flowing through his body, everything he does in the ring. You know, he's known in the sport for having one of the best counter punches, you know, if not the best, and also very known for, you know, simply being one of the best fundamental overall boxes of the generation. Um, yeah, I mean, what else is there to say about him, bro? He's got a perfect jab, which seems to be like perfect distance management every fight, every single fight he's in for that matter. And he's got incredible body shot countering, you know, some of the best we've ever seen. And more notably, you know, uh, one of his best skill sets is being able to adapt. Like you said uh, earlier, switching stances, you know, we like we love seeing him do that. And, and that's just his way of adapting to his opponents. You know, we've seen that against Kell Brook, you know, the timing was off in the orthodox stance. So what does he does? He switches to the southpaw and he catches him clean, you know, um, just really beautiful adjustments he makes. And you just never expect that too much from a fighter, right? With such high stakes in a fight, you know, such high adrenaline, you know, really just brute energy and, 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 uh, and, uh, you know, the competitive level that he has to, you know, endure during a fight and to do that in the middle of a fight is just absolutely insane. Um, or, you know, even looking at some fights like, uh, that weren't even close, like Jose Benavides, where he basically cruised through that fight 12 rounds. Uh, on autopilot and then he gets a 12 round tko so crawford can just do it all man for basically saying he, he can basically do it all and he can adjust to any fighter yeah um but his competition level we got to talk about it. his competition <sighs> level is really a question here man and this is only and this and i only say this because this is probably the biggest fight of his career and He's only been fighting, and I'm going to be fair here, like B-level fighters, maybe an A fighter in Kelbrook. I don't know, man. I don't, we we don't really know where this man's skill set really lies outside of him, you know, completely dismantling his opponents. But this is a two-time welterweight champion, bro. This is a man who's faced S-tier competition. S-tier competition. <laughs> Not even B or A-level fighters. S tier competition for so long now, and he's only 34 years old. He's only 34. You know, Sean Porter has every skill set to beat Terrence Crawford. I feel like personally, and I know I'm going to get some some lashback for that, but we just I don't know. I feel like most people can't deny that. You know, he's a shark. He's a bulldog. He loves to fight dirty. We know this. And you know, after that fight with Kell Brook, you know, when he finally got a jab into this sport, um. He became an absolute beast, bro. He gave Mikey Garcia his second career loss after that. He beat Adrian Bronner for his second career loss. Beat your Dennis Ugas. Lost a pretty close fight, I would say, with Keith Thurman. One of my favorite welterweight fights of all time, personally, by the way. And lost a very close fight to Aaron Errol <laughs> Spence. That was a tongue twister for some reason. And he lost a close fight to Errol Spence. You know, that's some 
maybe thought he won. I don't think he won the fight. It was pretty close. Yeah, Terrence he got dropped. Terrence obviously landed. Yeah, he got dropped, which is what I was going to mention. Mm-hmm. Why the comp, Why the judges probably swayed it towards uh, Spence. But I think Spence landed the more like meaningful strikes throughout the fight. Um, but it was still close, man. And this is, you know, these are S-tier fighters we're talking about, bro. And so I feel like I feel like knowing like how this fight is going to go, you know, Porter, he's going to tuck that chin and he's going to dig right into the head of Crawford. You know, he's going to make this a fight. You know, he's really going to make this man box. And there's always a case for Porter winning this way, right? He always fights this way. And he's so damn good at it. He has incredible speed behind these punches. Great body movement, great head movement, almost Mike Tyson-esque, right, of of style of movement, the way he fights. And he's got an immaculate chin to uh, put all that together. But, you know, Crawford has shown to adapt to every fighter he faces, even though some have had, you know, some tenacity. He always prevails, uh, but he's going to have to deal with a bulldog. That's going to make him miss some shots. He's going to make him box, like I said. So I definitely see Crawford switch his stances, you know, going to Southpaw in this fight. If you're not able to catch rhythm in this fight, you know, but Porter is a pace stopper and he's going to make this fight ugly. Crawford's going to have to keep up with the composure. He's going he's gonna to have to be in some clinches, which he's a great clinch fighter, great clinch boxer. But I feel like Porter is another level at smothering his opponents and scoring like those inside shots and scoring him rounds uh, for the judges. You know, Porter is very good at that. He's very good at making the fight hard to judge because he fights so aggressive inside. And it's like, how do you really judge a fight that way? And so I feel like a lot of fights have swayed towards him because of that. And so, man, I'm going to have to say, bro, I'm going to. I think I'm going to go with Porter on this one because oh, wow. I think he's got a great style to win this fight, bro. And I think a great style that's going to be competitive for Bud. You know, Bud obviously has phenomenal skills inside the ring. One of the craftiest, skillful, defensively orientated fighters in the game. And that's a great matchup for uh, a fighter like Porter who's going to be coming forward all the time. And I just think he's going to have to deal with that bulldog man, that bulldog mentality, that that shorter fighter that's going to come in and, and deliver some heavy blows. And we're just going to have to see how he deals with that. This is not somebody he's dealt with, man. So I feel like he's criminally underrated in this fight. And being a dog, I have to roll with him. Bro. Interesting. I just have to roll with yeah. him. On the money side of things, I have yeah. to roll with him. And I genuinely think he has a chance to win. Yeah, him. I mean, of so course. I'm going with my boy. Obviously, he I'm got a chance. But are, are, are you, do you trust it enough to throw some... I do. Throw some dough on I it? I do. I'm throwing bread on wow. it. <laughs> I'm wow. throwing bread on well, it. Hopefully not much, man, because I think uh, Porter's gonna <laughs> nah, gonna bro. take that away from you. Nah, man. I'm interested in what you think of how this fight's going Yeah, bro. Nah, you said a lot of the things that I thought, too. I mean, I love Crawford just because... I mean, I don't like what he does outside of the ring, right? I love the sportsmanship. Like, I love a guy who's going to showboat and do all the extra stuff. And uh, Terrence is definitely not that type. Uh, but in the ring, bro, I love I love watching Terrence. That's side to side. He can fight on the back leg. He can fight on the front leg. He can hit you uh, counter-punching, like you said, that orthodox southpaw. He's a natural southpaw. And it's crazy to think that he can just easily switch into the orthodox stance and crack you with a straight right down the pipe. 
and uh it feels yeah. like a, a power punch like it his dominant hand it's it's insane and um i heard an interesting thing and, and for him as a guy who's moving up in weight right he he thinks that the welterweights are slow i mean he hasn't fought somebody with speed like this well man. i mean I, I don't think porter's the fastest guy in the world He's got speed though. He's got speed for a short fighter, and he and he and he makes the fight ugly, and that and it's hard to deal with that up close. And I'm not saying that Bud obviously can't deal with that up close. He's Bud, Bud is one of the better uh, clinch boxers, like I said. But that speed is something you have to deal with, and he's very crafty, man. He's very crafty at picking his punches, and you know, staying low and and, and getting out of the way of punches. And so we'll see. We'll see how that how that plays yeah, out. But, but yeah. to continue my point, I, I find that so compelling because, like, I, I remember when Conor McGregor was at the press conference and he was talking to, I don't know if it was Cowboy or somebody else in a higher weight class. You, you stiff as a board, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I. Who was he talking to? I think it was Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, yeah the cowboy or somebody uh this is when he was a featherweight this is before he made the lightweight jump <laughs> what did, all right so what was what's the correlation between that because connor was moving up in weight and and here's crawford also making that transition to a bigger weight class and seeing everybody that's slower around him you've seen connor how he dominated that 155 this is not comparing them i just it just brought back a, a, a memory from from that iconic press conference to connor but anyways um yeah yeah bro i'm taking terrence in this one i love terrence three division world champ former undisputed uh at 140 he did it before mr josh taylor did um and he back in his uh his olympic days he was training with uh tim bradley which i found pretty interesting as well because i think tim bradley brings a lot of the same things that uh porter does that inside style the the not necessarily clinch work, but putting his head in your chest and then him hitting you with an overhand right, you know, that I think that's probably Crawford. I'm sorry, probably Porter's best shot there is to is to try to land an over right. And I like that you compared it to Mike Tyson because it's not like saying that Sean Porter's mini Mike Tyson or he hits like or none of that. It's just that side to side movement, uh, the, the, the head in your chest, and he's going to try to keep it as close as possible. Um yeah. And, and he swayed fight, not to cut you off, but he swayed fights in in his direction doing mm. it. And it, you you gotta admit, it's hard to judge a fight, right? Because it looks when a guy smothered yeah. on you, because like it looks like he's the aggressor, exactly. right? It's okay, he's making you uncomfortable, but in reality, he's just just being a bully. And exactly, and I, I don't know, man. Seeing that, like against Spence, and how irritated Spence was getting, and how close he mm -hmm. got at beating him in the fight it's just i can't deny that skill man that's that's a skillful tactic it's a veteran yeah. move and yeah. i appreciate I, I can't deny yeah it. bro I, I appreciate you taking porter because that's a guy who is, is really undervalued uh in in so boxing because like he fights everybody bro you listed the guys he's fought in uh, since 2015 like the, the guys on his list are, are some of the best welterweights like in the world at the time right i mean and look at how he loses yeah. it's not like he completely gets dominated these are split decisions close fights right ever since his loss to, to Kel brook he completely turned it around and i've seen people on, completely turned around i've seen a lot of people online talking about well 
Terrence Crawford knocked out uh, Kel Brook and uh, Porter lost. It's by, different, It's man. so different, bro. So different, man. It's so different. So different. Because Terrence is, Terrence is a, he's naturally gifted at fighting people that are like Kel Brooks. Or just people in, people in general that are similar to Kel Brooks. Which I feel like that was a pretty tough fight for, for Crawford for the most part. But it's a different aspect, you know, because Terrence has a jab. Terrence has had so many tools that that uh, Porter just did not have in that fight. Porter did not have a jab in that fight. And look at Porter's jab after that fight. He realized, damn, like, I really need a jab in the sport. And then what do you look, look at his next fight? Yeah. Has a beautiful jab. <clears throat> beautiful jab against Mikey Garcia. Beautiful jab against Adrian Barnett. Beautiful jab against Keith Thurman, even though he barely lost the fight. But you get what you get my yeah, point. Yeah, bro. He learned from his mistakes. The guy has the guy exactly. The guy has learned from his mistakes. He's gotten better, and I I gotta admire that. Yeah. I, I really I really really do like some of the underdogs. Some of the underdogs just don't make sense in this sport, and I just won't go for it just to be that guy. But this is one I really feel like I don't know. People are criminally underrating this guy is it going to be an easy fight for porter do i really truly believe deep down in my heart this guy 100 won the fight absolutely fucking not absolutely not this is terrence crawford i don't care if terrence crawford has fought b or a level fighters i have to mention it because it's going to be a tough fight yeah because this is an s tier this is s tier competition it is S tier competition because he's gone in these close fights with these S tier fighters, with these undefeated champions. He's done it. So I have to mention that. But Tarrant can still easily walk away in this fight. It can easily happen, but I don't know. I feel like Sean Porter just, he has that skill set. And if he has the mentality like he always does, but if he really brings that. I feel like he can come out on top, but so now I'm interested. I want I want to see how you, how you see this going, man. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if it goes the distance, right? I think it'll be a distance fight. I mean, it, especially seeing what he did against Earl Spence, making him so uncomfortable. And Earl Spence is no knockout artist, but he's a guy who, if if he sees if he catches you, he's gonna finish you off. And um, mm-hmm. Earl Spence also in doesn't have that ability like. Crawford to he's a natural southpaw but he can't just transition to orthodox real kick crack you with a few good shots and then come back uh and make it make Porter super uncomfortable the way Crawford could so I think I can't judge this fight based off the Spence fight this is a completely different fighter um and I commend Sean Porter for taking this fight you know Sean Porter is a guy who never backs down from nobody he's the most experienced rich in the whole division um so that's why i I don't see him getting knocked out i don't don't see it being a finish but i definitely see him getting outboxed for majority of the fight um getting hit in places where he does not expect to be hit getting cracked with counter shots the jab but i see him making it a dirty fight for sure man do you think do you think it'll be a finish or you think it'll go to the score cards i definitely think it'll go to the scorecards i definitely think it will i i I don't know. T. Bud is definitely he's gotten some twelve. He's gotten a twelve round finish. He's gotten some finishes in his career. Um, but these guys are tired, man. These guys are extremely tired. Yeah. And Bud's a finisher. Uh, but yeah, he's a finisher. He's a finisher. But finisher. you know, Porter. Porter doesn't. 
you know, he, he doesn't have the greatest cardio in the world, right? But he can go the full 12. He can definitely go the full 12. Um, he won't be the same fighter in that 12th round, so maybe he can get knocked out. But it's just, I don't It's not going to happen, man. This guy don't get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, it's tough to decide. This guy's chin is iron, bro. This guy is, he's like Mike Tyson, bro. That's why I, he, that's why I compared. He got dropped by Earl Spencer, huh? Yeah, but you never got knocked out. That's true. That's true. No, no, that's a good point. That's a, that's a fair one. Um, but and it was a good shot. It yeah, was a really good shot. Yeah, and it was late in the fight too. It was like in that eleventh or tenth round. So exactly, like you, like I said, yeah, that gas tank, bro. Later in the, that gas tank. What's that gas tank? So you, know, you can take anybody. You know who I'm absolutely but, not worried about? This gas tank. <laughs> All right, Mr. Uh, Nebraska. Hey, all-state wrestler <laughs> did you know he was did you know he was like a, a, a nasty i didn't wrestler? know that yeah i did not know yeah, he got his kids in that shit now he's a beast bro that's crazy. but i heard a story that uh tank davis was training for sean porter to prepare him for this fight Oof. see that fight i feel like that would be the first guy to knock out sean porter <laughs> because i think because I think Tank just has really superhuman strength. Yeah, like that's Tyson right there. That's that's that. Yeah, yeah that's that is Tyson. one guy I would. Yeah, like if they had that fight, that is one guy I would probably not bet on, uh, Sean Porter because Tank is just a. He's got power. Yeah, that's a specimen. T Bud's not really known for like knocking dudes out. You know. Uh, for the for the most. Yeah, part. we're like one hit quits. Like puts you to absolute. Yeah, sleep. one hit yeah. quitters. Yeah. Like he'll have guys stay in there, but once he once he puts the uh, the pace on him, he, he can take guys out for sure. He's a finisher <laughs> in that regard. But Tank will just put you to sleep in one yeah. punch. I feel like Tank would knock out mo- most of the welterweights too. I feel like he'd knock out Spence and uh, and and uh, and uh, Crawford. Could be good. Do you feel yeah, that way? I mean, ap- uh, could you imagine <laughs> Tank at one forty seven, bro? That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be insane. Is that even, like, far off of, like, the like reality no. of seeing him in that no. division? No, now that I, like, I'm thinking about it, that's that's what's next, right? If he wants to go bigger than 140. Yeah, go from 135. Yeah, yeah exactly, he, 140. Yeah, he just beat that dude. What's his, the, uh, the Elas Tekken dude? What the fuck's his name? Yeah, yeah I forget his yeah, name. Yeah, that, that dude was at 140. But that guy was, yeah, that guy was big, yeah. so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Tank at one forty. Could be in the future. Once he clears all those those Instagram models, he, he'll he'll move up. Stop! Bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one of them. Yeah, his name's uh, Dev. Alright, bro. <laughs> so what's the verdict? Uh, what's the verdict? Uh, final offer. I'm taking uh, Mr. Crawford. Take it. How how do you see the fight ending? Decision, yeah. unanimous split. I feel like decision is a safe bet, but I wouldn't be like shocked if he if he finishes him in like nine rounds or something. Nine, bro. yeah, bro. What? I'm telling you, bro. I think I think the the lack of seeing Crawford fight just just has people forget at what type of fighter he is. I know what type of fighter. I don't think anybody's denying that. But that I don't know, man. I don't think he's. I don't think we're seeing a, a TKO here, bro. I just don't. You'd see be it. shocked if it's a TKO. I feel like the worst that could happen to Tiba, the worst that could happen to him is a split decision in his in his regard. Yeah. Is a split decision. The worst that could happen in this fight. Best case scenario, obviously he gets a knockout, but that is 
I think that's not even in the realm of possibility yeah. in this fight. I don't think he's knocking him out, bro. Yeah. I mean, maybe not, man. But I'm taking Porter in this okay. one, bro. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. Uh, split decision, bro. Fair enough, man. He got to do a lot low key to beat a uh, bud on the scorecards. Bro, he's he's gonna smother him, bro. You just you know what's gonna yeah. happen. He's gonna get in there. He's gonna smother him, and he's gonna really make this guy box, bro. Yeah. He's not gonna sit on the outside and box a fucking six foot fighter, bro. It's just not gonna happen. I know he's not six foot, but yeah, he's, a, he's a six taller. foot in comparison, yeah. bro. <laughs> You know, mm. that is a long guy, bro, and he's got to close that distance almost all the time. So, you know, he's he's going to make this dirty, yeah. bro. I'm telling you. He's going to make this really dirty. That, that's what I he expect. He can take a punch. Yeah, yeah, both sides. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. I'm going I'm going with, uh, with Porter. I love it, man. I can't wait to come on uh, ne- next podcast and talk about the LU. I can't, so. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Terrence Crawford getting yeah. his first career loss. No bullshit. No bullshit. It'll it. be like uh, last year whenever Lomachenko lost to, what's his name? Tiafimo Lopez, remember? Before that, yeah, it'll be it, it, was like, it was like the plus 500 favorite against this like minus 700. You know, just like this one here. But one, yeah, one see, last man. thing I found interesting that I want to... Uh, talk about a little is in in one of the interviews i seen uh porter talk about how him and bud used to be training partners whenever they were both on the olympic team and um they know sean porter and his pops who's his trainer noticed that bud always gets angry when you talk to him especially when you're talking about him like talking about his skills or what he can and can't do um so my question what i got from it is like is this man about to talk shit for 12 rounds against t bud I mean, you're talking about a time when this guy was they were both a lot younger than what they are now. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't feel like he's point. that emotional. Yeah. I don't feel like he's that emotional yeah. anymore as he used to be. He people can change in in, in, in a decade, yeah. you know. No, that's it's true. Not really, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Naive old Ferris. Yeah. I mean some I mean some people stay the same, but I don't know. I feel like yeah, that's a long time, bro. He's developed championship mentality over those years. But what if Porter Both believes it? Men. What if Porter actually thinks that that'll be the case and he's about to just bark at Sean? Bark <laughs> he's at Terrence. highly mistaken. Yeah. Which, he needs to just stay focused on right. the fight. <laughs> I, I hope he's barking for 12 rounds straight. That means for some fucking great, great fighting. Yeah, that would be that would be. Fun. Yeah, that'd be entertaining as a motherfucker. But yeah, bro, that's really all I got. Also fighting this weekend. We don't got to talk about it because I don't think it's worth... Demetrius Andrade. Yeah, he's fighting in uh, New Hampshire, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm going. Yeah? I'm I was looking up tickets because yeah. I was kind of curious, and I wanted you to... Yeah, I'm going to be there. How much you paid for your ticket? I'm a judge. $4? I'm a judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make sense, man. I'm literally judging the fight. Yeah, no, no, I, I hope that's the case, bro. That who... who, who <laughs> Who you taking? Who offered you a bigger bag? Oh, I already got, I already got that fifty k from Demetrius. Bro. There we go. There we go. Even if he gets knocked out, <laughs> <laughs> give him a fifty count. Count to two hundred. <laughs> give him a fifty yeah. count. Five. No, I'm a judge, bro. I'm not a ref. Oh, that's lit. That's lit. I like that. Yeah, I'm a judge. Yeah, yeah. I already got the scorecard set. Bro. Did they send you a t-shirt? One. T- Hell yeah, bro! I already got my scorecard written, bro. <laughs> Literally 120 to 50, bro. It's wraps, bro. You already won. Is it bro. a 111 to 117? 
Hell yeah, yeah. there we go. You and uh, that <laughs> Nelson Vasquez fucker on the same type of time. <laughs> I'm glad you pronounced that fucking sick fucker's yeah. name wrong. Cause you, you don't deserve to have his name pronounced No right. bullshit. His name is engraved. We call him a Vasquez. Whatever the fuck on. it is. You know, it's engraved in my, <laughs> in my brain now. So anytime, I'm always going to talk shit on that guy. <laughs> Guys, a fucking dickhead. Dweeb. But anyway, yeah, shout out uh, Andrade. You looking for Bay Day? Bay Day? Andrade. Shout out Andrade. That was sickening. Anyway, yeah, that that's that's it for Sean Porter. Um, if you want to win big big money, then take my bet. I'm definitely betting on him winning split decision. So if you want to get rich, then. Follow me, you know. Mm. But if you don't get this bet, I'm sorry, man. I'm just I'm gonna say sorry in advance, bro. You may get death threats, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying sorry in advance, <laughs> you know. So but yeah, let's get into this UFC, my dog. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, there's not too many fights I'm excited for. There's definitely some big ones on here that I like. Uh the Adrian Yanez versus mm. Davy Grant. Yes, sir. That I feel like is the real main event, or it could be the real co-main. Uh, no offense to Brady and uh, Misha Tate and uh, Catlin Vieira, but I'm sorry, Adrian Yanez is the real main event tonight. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, my boy Yanez, man, is fighting a great matchup. Actually, this is this is really the first time Yanez has to worry about somebody who can take him down to the ground. Because most of his opponents, you know, have been willing to stay and trade with him, and they they suffered the consequences from that. Obviously, yeah. But, you good know. night. <laughs> but good night. <laughs> but Davy, Davy's got a he's got a deep submission game outside of the UFC, and it's funny enough because when you look at his record, it's straight submissions before the UFC, and you look at the majority of his losses, he's straight up getting submitted from guys. So I'm just like confused on how that works. And majority of his wins in the UFC are from knockouts, so that's pretty cool. Um don't really know too much about the guy. He's 35, you know, so he's he's kind of getting there. And when you're 35 in the bantamweight division, that's oh, that's a little scary, yeah, bro. Because f- you're you're getting on the older side and those guys aren't getting any older, bro. So Featherweight's calling his name. <laughs> I mean, even Featherweight is scared yeah. too, man. But go fight Aldo. He's the, he could fight Aldo. Right? <laughs> but yeah, he he's a great fighter. Uh, definitely a great fighter for his age. Definitely a real challenge for Giannis because now he has to worry about getting taken down. Even though Giannis has an 80% takedown ratio, nobody's really tested him though. So that 80% is like, you know, that's like me going into a Call of Duty match and, and dropping 50 kills and now my KD's a 50. You know what I mean? That's kind of like what it is. Like nobody really tested his takedown defense. So he's got an eighty. So eighty percent takedown defense is uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, for all you like, Call of Duty nuts. Him. Yeah, you'll understand that one. But uh, yeah, um, I don't think uh, we're gonna see a submission tonight, though. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna see a submission. Uh, I feel like Giannis is—he's uh, gonna be a real threat in the stand-up. Uh, for this guy and any future yeah. bantamweight, that kid's boxing uh, is superb, man. Nuts, yeah. absolutely nuts. He's got some really good technical boxing. Yeah. Great movement inside the cage, and obviously he's got that disgusting power 
inside both of his hands. And on top of that, he's got range with those strikes too. Like he can throw that punch out and, and put you to sleep. And so for a shorter fighter, that is promising, man. That is exactly what you want in a fighter. That is a fighter's dream. Mm-hmm. That is, if you're a coach, you know that guy's, he's going to be top five, you know, that, that, that's a guy you want to be around essentially. Um, I feel like if he can continue this knockout streak, uh, which I feel like he definitely will get a knockout on Saturday, he'll definitely, definitely get that crack at top 15. Mm, finally, I was going to ask, maybe get a fight with, yeah, maybe get a fight with Cody Stammen or like, uh, Song Yadong, maybe, man. That would be crazy, bro, if he fought Song Yadong. Yeah, and I feel like UFC's trying to set that up because Dana was saying some shit at the, at the press conference. Somebody mentioned that. Um, or was hinting towards that, you know, Giannis, finally, this will definitely be the fight where he breaks top 15, um, or he'll get that chance at top 15, so that would be crazy, man, like, UFC setting up Giannis and Song Yadong, like, that's gonna be a freaking crazy-ass yeah, fight for the fans. that'd be like, nuts. Absolutely But you think the UFC would want that, like, this soon? Yeah. This soon? Yeah. Both of these guys Both. are, like, future world champs, bro. Like, they're that good. Oh, 100%. But I feel, I don't know. But Song Song just broke the top 15. Yeah. And Giannis is definitely going to enter the top 15 at least by now. Um, or, or get his chance at a top 15 fighter. And then what better fighter, man, than, than those two? I feel like both of these, uh, uh, both of these guys are, um, they're, they're not afraid of challenge, which is why I like both of them. So I feel like they'd even like hinted themselves. Like I feel like Giannis would come out and say some shit like that. Like, yeah, I want to fight Song Yadong. Like that guy's got crazy knockouts going on. I got crazy knockouts going on. Let's do it. Yeah. Like it's standing big. That's the kind of fighter he is. But I do have to mention that he's got his eyes set on Peter Young. So mm-hmm. I like that mentality. I like that mentality. Seeing right past the division, he's like, I, I, I just. I want to get my chance at that guy. I feel like we put on a great boxing exhibition. Can you I feel think like about that, bro? Think about that. Crazy. Adrian Yanez versus Peter Yan in like two years' time. Crazy. Crazy. Nuts. Absolutely. That'd be absolutely nuts. Absolutely. But I'm nuts. worried. Bantamweight is easily like my favorite division right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. If that's not, if people haven't realized that. Like there's too many favorites I have in Yanez, <laughs> Song Yadong, fucking Peter Yan. Corey, yeah. you know, there's just too many favorites, yeah, bro. This, it's just, it's too stat. Yeah. Um, besides middleweight, you know, Israel Asani, he's always he's always got a deep place in my heart. As Josh Love rubs his um, heart. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, brother. But uh, yeah, man, bantamweights are just cooking. Yeah, that's up, a fun man. division. That's why I. And these boxes are coming. Yeah, in. that's what I love. That's my favorite style, boxers. bro. That's my like Peter Yan, man. He just he, I love watching that Phenomenal. guy fucking fight. Did you see what? Did you see what Dustin said about uh uh about uh Peter Yan? Yeah, that he's the best boxer in the in the in the UFC. Best boxer in the UFC. Yeah, Crazy. that's from Dustin, who arguably is like in that conversation as well. So that's. I don't know, man. That's, mm-hmm. I love it, bro. Peter Yan is, is, is and a, and a guy who a guy who went up against the guy and beat the guy who thinks he's the best boxer in the UFC. And he's saying that about Peter Yan. Oh, Young. I see what what you did there. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's bro. nuts. That's crazy. Uh-huh. So, you know, Peter's. I mean, we didn't need 
Dustin's fucking clarification of that. Yeah. But it's just crazy to think that, you know, Dustin's even saying yeah, You got the validation from the next lightweight champ of the world. There you go, yeah. man. There you go. So I'm taking Yanez on this. This is definitely not a fight. We, we've we talked about Yanez like three times already on this yeah. podcast. He's easily becoming a favorite of all of ours. And you don't want to miss his fight, no, you bro. Don't. Like, if you like boxing, you'll like him. You know, it's as simple as that. You like knockouts, you like him. You're definitely going to get a knockout mm-hmm. here. For the um, listeners who don't know, real quick, I just want to tell you guys that he has three UFC fights. And guess what? All three of them are via TKO. So, oh. And it was sad when seeing the last one against uh, Massachusetts' very own. Yeah, but he had it coming, yeah, man. He, did. he had it coming, and I said it. I was like... He's not going to want to stand with this guy, bro. Nobody wants to stand with Giannis, bro. Nobody man, wants to stand with shouldn't. him. Well, anymore, I think. Because this man will put you yeah. out, man. He's got some real power, man. Some real power. So, yeah, so I'm excited. Luck in that bet. Both Josh and I think it'll be finish TKO. I'm sure Vegas thinks that, too, now that I'm uh, thinking about it. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be a super in the mind. Yeah, that's a, that's a Sorry, yeah. buddy. Thanks, Andre. <laughs> Thanks, 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 guys. Bro. So tell me, Josh, who else are you excited to watch this uh, Saturday? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, man, this Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady, bro. Bef- I feel like you'll like this matchup too. Yeah, but before we get you know there, both and anybody fighters. in the preliminary yeah. card, anybody in the earlier set, I don't know, man. The early set looks kind of boring. Yeah, it does. I mean, you got Terrence, mm-hmm. Terrence, which McKinney. I think will be a pretty good fight. Yeah. If you want to talk about that. We can we can talk about that. Yeah, but just briefly. So not not too much. Not way. too much in the in the prelims. Yeah. You got Loma, uh, Luke Boomy. I like her. She's a, a an excellent Muay Thai okay, fighter. Okay, okay, there we go. Um, she's fighting against. Uh, but she's really she's really just a Muay Thai fighter. Though. Lupita Gunes. I like her style, but she doesn't really. That's yeah. a wrestler, bro. She's fought like three times the past like two weeks. Honestly, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she it's nuts, man. So Lo, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Loma fight. You said she's Muay Thai, dude. She's she's a fucking animal, bro. Oh, she got a she was cool like name. outside of the UFC. She was disgusting, bro. Mm. And the first fight I ever seen her, which I believe was our first fight actually, the UFC was against Angela Hill. You know Angela yeah, Hill, of course we know Angela. Um, Angela Hill just beat her bad bro in her own game like in, in the muay thai so that's when i was kind of like damn i don't know <laughs> that's tough one. i don't know because she was a muay thai champion bro and she just loses to angela hill but there's obviously you know when you bring just muay thai into the ufc you know you got to deal with the other things that you know angela hill obviously had you know all the other because it's mma right. you know it's not just circular around one attribute but <clears throat> Yeah, Loma's definitely got she's got a, a two fight win streak going on right now. Yeah, she's from Thailand Coming according against, to Google. So that's 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 so you know it's in her yeah. blood. It's in the blood, man. So yeah, she she uh I remember she used to be uh she used to train with Israel Sonia, if I can't remember. Wow. I, I don't know. This was like a while ago, but I think it was before Izzy was even champ, but yeah, they used to train and, and shit. So that was pretty that cool. cool. Nosebleeds. See, I like her. She's interesting, but I don't know. She's not really my style. I don't really. I like Muay Thai, but I don't know, man. She just when she gets taken down, it's just raps, you know. Because mm. she can't really do anything, you know. She's a she's pure Muay Thai, so 
you know, is what it is. But she's young. She's 25. You know, she's still got years to, you know, adapt to the UFC and and get better in that regard. And but once she gets these people in those Muay Thai clinches, she's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Knees and elbows. There's no denying that. Yeah, those knees and elbows, man. That's that's the Muay Thai. If people don't know, those knees and elbows, man. She's good at it. So. Yeah, incredible. Man. Yeah, so another guy I want to talk about on this prelims is uh Nadan Levy, who's a guy I've never heard about until uh yesterday afternoon. I seen six and oh record, so I was kind of curious, like, okay, maybe this is a splash and looks like one on paper. Um, so this guy's six and oh, like I just said, three submissions and three decisions. But here's the interesting thing he's a third degree black belt in karate. And and I, I heard him on the uh, the Schmo uh, podcast or interview or whatever you want to call it, and he uh he told well Schmo was referring to him as uh, kicking like Wonder Boy. He's kind of making that comparison well, there. So, I, well, yeah, I mean Wonder Boy's he's the he's he's the king yeah, of karate. He's the cream of the crop. Yeah. yeah, so if, if you're being compared to a guy like that, third degree black belt with three submissions on your resume, I don't know. That's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, that is a little interesting. Yeah, and he's fighting a guy, Rafa Garcia, who's who's coming off two L's, two UFC fights. So that's that's mm-hmm. tough. Back against the wall at its finest, looking to make a splash. But then you have this guy yeah. he's from uh, Israel, which is interesting. Contender series guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the only thing I had on that prelims, other than uh, McKinney and my cousin Ferenc Zayim. <laughs> Your fucking cousin. <laughs> that's literally fair fight on Saturday, <laughs> by the way, guys. He's, he literally has a fight on Saturday. So. Chill, Check out my boy. Yeah. Check out my I'm boy. Take, I'm, Hopefully you get the I'm dub. I'm flying right after we finish recording. I'm into Vegas. Yeah. Getting that weight cut ready, too? How's the weight cut Good, looking? man. I'm out here drinking air, man. eating lemon yeah just bullshit cucumbers drinking drinking salt water it's the life yeah man drinking my own sweat man yeah dude you gotta do for that ufc gold i'll be there this saturday catch me at uh 2 p.m (laughs) 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 might be earlier than that I might be asleep before I see yeah, you, man. I'm is sorry. it an early card? I don't know. My people's haven't told Vegas? me. Let me see. Let me see where this is at. I'm pretty sure it's the is Vegas. Yeah, this got a. It doesn't even. It doesn't even say where this this event takes place. This card has Apex written all over it, bro. <laughs> all over it, man. Look at what the, is that supposed to be? <laughs> Like all these, <laughs> all these fights are, are great in their own right, and and all have good fighters. But none of these are, are UFC two sixty eight worthy, right? This could be a two sixty nine. I don't know, Misha Tate. Thirty five year old Misha. No, you gotta chill out, man. I'm excited to see her fight again, right? Second time. <laughs> oh, the fuck you're <laughs> I prepared absolutely nothing for the main event. I'm winging it all here. <laughs> Dude, a lot of people are not excited for this fight. I'm not really that excited either, to be honest. But uh, it, it is a fight, man. And 
it, she she's kind of like an important person in this sport. So I, I will be tuning in for yeah. that matter. But she's just not my favorite fighter, like ever to watch. You know, it's not that exciting to me. But yeah, we can go into this Michael Chiesa Sean Brady, the one I really wanted to go into, which um, should have been the main event. But uh, tell me, tell me what your thoughts on this fight? I think Yana should have been the main event. But yeah, anyway, uh, Chiesa versus Sean Brady. Yeah, man, I really wish like I really wish Brady was in the plus, man. It's so sad to see, you know, it just show, kind of shows you where my head is at in the sport. You know, I truly, I truly think Brady will win this fight. But uh, I thought Vegas would have Brady as the uh, as the dog, honestly. But anyway, this this will be an interesting fight, right? Brady's only had a few fights in the UFC now. And he's sitting at a comfortable 13 spot in the welterweight division. Uh, we all know he's got that Renzo Gracie black belt, you know. Uh, and Muay Thai, you know, he started for Muay Thai actually, uh, which is interesting. And it's funny because he only started getting into jujitsu and and wrestling is from being inspired from GSP. So that just kind of speaks to what GSP is in the sport, right? You know, for somebody to completely change his style because of one man. But yeah, and to be honest, he he kind of looks like him in there, you know. He, you know, the way he destroys these guys on the ground is kind of reminiscent of that in a, in a way. But yeah, one fact is that Brady's never been taken down in his career officially. I don't know if you ever knew that. I didn't. Um, That's crazy. He's never been taken down ever. We already know that he's undefeated in the sport. And yeah, honestly, Sean doesn't have the cleanest stand up you'll ever see. I'm not going to say he does. He he's definitely had more he's definitely had that Muay Thai, you know, uh uh that Muay Thai expertise to a certain extent, you know, for lack of better words, but uh yeah, it's not as polished, you know, it's not as polished as you'll see from a lot of welterweights. And Kiesa too, you know, Kesha's not polished too. Um but at least Sean has power. Right. He has actual power in his hands. He's got good leg kicks, obviously, from the Muay Thai background that I mentioned. Right. Kiesa's striking but, might be worse than Bradley's. Yeah. Sorry, it's, Brady. It's just... <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> it's like the boy fucking <laughs> You butchered. <laughs> it's okay. I called fucking Spence sense. Oh, here, yeah. So. You mixed Earl and Spence. It's a one word. You're like Earls. I don't even remember what I said. Yeah, Earls. Fucking shit. But anyway, uh, yeah, like yeah, the none of them really have like to a degree the best stand up we've ever seen. But Brady's just a little bit more technical in that aspect, you know, as far as the stand up goes. But how does this fight go, man? You know, uh, two guys that don't have the best stand up. And their real chance of winning would be on the ground. You know, obviously, uh, Brady would have a, a good chance of knocking Kiesa out, too. But Kiesa's really good with ring control, I feel like. He, he He's good at staying uh, at a distance. He does that quite a bit. He puts that hand out, uh, throws those oblique kicks, a jab here here and there, a one-two, maybe. Nothing crazy. But he, he stays at a distance, and he finds his, his moments to go for a takedown. And he digs that takedown and he takes you down um but yeah i feel like i don't know his ability you know he's one of the greatest 
grapplers, one of the greatest fetters in the sport in that in that aspect. Um his ability to scramble, you know, take the back, constant submission hunt without being tired, you know, it's extremely impressive. Um and there's no there's no denying that either guy that gets on top of the other guy is going to win that round or even end the fight there. I mean, there's no denying that. But I think Brady is just a little bit more well-rounded, and the fact that he's never been taken down is a little scary. But it's Kiesa. You never know, man. Like I said, either guy, bro, who gets on top is would win that round. So, But I just think that when he lost to Kevin Lee at lightweight, you know which was his biggest level competition, you know, then he gets choked out first round by him, you know, then he loses to Vincente Luque, a welterweight, in a fight that was crazy. I, don't, I know you remember yeah, that fight. Yeah, I do remember that fight. That was fight. one of the craziest jujitsu matches we've ever mm-hmm. seen. It was so quick. On television. It was so fast, I remember it being. So quick. Yeah. There were so many submissions in mm-hmm. that fight. It was crazy. Yeah, man. But, yeah, I feel like Brady will end up chewing the leg of Kies up, you know, try to mix a takedown till he'll get that he'll secure that double leg. You know. Kiesa he, he stays on the outside. So, you know, Brady's gonna have to come in and and, uh, and and really dig down and try to take him down. But I don't know. I feel like Brady just he'll get the win. Yeah. And I wish he was a dog, man, because I feel like uh people aren't giving Kiesa enough credit. Um I just, I don't know. I don't see. I don't really see him winning this fight. But I didn't think Vegas would see it that way. I think people would look at the veteran and be like, "Oh yeah, the veteran's gonna definitely gonna win." Right, this fight. right. Yeah. Especially because Kiesa has such a big name in in, in the MMA world versus yeah. Sean Bradley still trying to establish his. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. I I I think what if, what if it turns out to be the same result as the Vicente Luque fight these guys are just rolling around for a minute until one of them pulls off a an arm bar or a leg lock or some shit we could see yeah. that bro we could definitely see I that. would love those that are, th- both of these guys are like that too like they'll definitely do that and so that's definitely not in the realm of possibility will it happen though I don't know I feel like Sean is he'll He's more like a guy who sit on top of you and smash you. He can get he can get that submission. He'll definitely be submission hunting, but I feel like he's going to be a little bit more careful because he knows uh, the type of guy that Michael Chiesa is. Michael Chiesa can definitely uh, fight from the bottom. He can get out from the bottom. Um, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I just think Sean Brady that'll be too heavy for him. You know, remember Michael Chiesa used to fight a, a lightweight, mm-hmm. bro. Like, he wasn't always a welterweight, but, you know. It kind of looks like Sean Bradley was heavier, too, at one point and lost weight. Yeah, exactly. He looked a lot bigger, yeah, bro, so. before coming to the UFC. So. Who knows, man? Excited. Yeah, it'll fighter. be a tough one. Yeah, it'll be a tough one, but I feel like Sean will get the, uh, he'll get the, uh, I'll say unanimous. I don't think he'll submit him because it's three rounds. Mm. It's possible, but I feel like he'll get the unanimous decision. Yeah. He might even knock him out. Yeah, bro. right. These styles, bro, it could be like a stand-up warfare for three straight rounds, or it could be like the Vicente Luque, yeah. a minute of some like quality jujitsu, and somebody ends up getting submitted. It might be similar to like we saw with uh, Bilal mm. versus, uh, versus uh, Damian yeah. Maya. Damian Maya was just nowhere near the stand-up of, of Bilal, and he was just shooting for anything 
anything yeah. possible. That could be Kiesa in the You think Kiesa is going to shoot for 200 takedowns like Damian Mayer? <laughs> what is his real chance of winning at this mm. fight, bro? Is he going to knock him out? Is he going to beat him in the stand-up? It's just not going to no happen, chance. bro. He has to get him to the ground. He has to beat him there. Has bro. Kiesa ever knocked out anybody in his whole career? Let me see. <laughs> I don't ever think. Maybe in like his earlier Nah, part of his career, never. So there you go, man. Amateur, he did. There you go. Amateurs, he did. Pro exhibitions, I should yeah, say. Yeah, the amateurs. Yeah, these don't if you're not knocking pro guys out, then yeah. they don't really yeah, count. That's man. tough for you. <clears throat> it's a tough one. But yeah, I'm going to go with Sean Brady on this. It sucks that he's not a um, he's not a dog in yeah. this fight. I was hoping Vegas would, would, would think he's a dog, but I think people are looking at that record and <clears throat> not giving Kiesa any credit. And that's kind of like the weird side of the spectrum here, right? It's like, usually I'd go for somebody like Kiesa, right? And Kiesa would be, be a dog, and I'd be, all right, time to make some money. But it's like in a situation where people are literally going for somebody simply because of his record. It's kind of fucked yeah. up. <laughs> it's like... It's so fucked Well, I get it. It's like, people are always going to go for the undefeated guy. It's just like... Yeah, that's true. So what is this guy going to yeah. do? Like, how, how what is he going to present to beat him? Like, how is he going to take away his, his first, you know, career yeah. loss? So I understand it to a certain, ex- certain extent. This is tough for Kiesa, who's lo- just lost to Vicente Luque, like we talked about, who was ranked yeah. ahead of him. Uh, yeah. Kiesa right now is number six. Can you imagine like the the negotiation room? Big jump. Yeah, that negotiation room with Dana and Hunter and all those UFC guys, and it's fucking Michael yeah. Kiesa there, and he's like, "All right, Dana, I know I'm coming off a loss. Let me fight guy like the number eight guy. I know I got to fight a guy above me." Dana's like, "Eh, higher. <clears throat> Let me. <laughs> what about twelve? Uh, hi- yeah, a little bit. Thirteen? Thirteen's good. Come on, Dana. I don't want to fight a bum. Higher. <laughs> Yo, my poor guy. Fighting the yeah, 14th rank uh, Sean Brad. Bra- Fuck, man. Sean Brady. <laughs> my fault, man. <laughs> you can say Tom Brady, right? But you can't say right, Sean Bradley. Right, right, right. It's no different. Yeah, no different. I just got to replace the white name. <laughs> Both of them are white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, my guess has just been he's been cursed, man. I'm not gonna lie, he's been yeah, cursed throughout his career. Bullshit. He gets choked out by by uh Kevin Lee and Lightweight. Kevin Lee was like he was Kevin Lee at that time, <laughs> like like people hated Kevin right. Lee. And he gets choked out by Kiesa, and then he just gets ran over by Vicente and not even that like just so many other times in his yeah. career like his other losses were just so bullshit so cursed. and then the champion Usman's like I want to fight a guy like Kiesa and then Kiesa fucking gets choked out in the first round gets choked imagine that guy's <laughs> luck <laughs> and then he's just calling out uh, Colby Covington like in his uh, I think when he beat this is like when he beat Neil Magny mm. who's Neil Magny has literal zero takedown defense um <laughs> neil magley's in the wrong sport that guy should be playing for my boss's celtics bro what the fuck he really should be man we need a we need a better center bro facts um, facts but, we yeah. do not to talk about basketball we but we fucking do we do man we do but yeah fucking 
Beat, beats a guy with no takedown defense, calls out Colby Covington, and then the next fight he gets fucking choked <laughs> out. Like, how do you even explain this shit, bro? It's just crazy. He's like, who is he similar to? There's somebody in this sport. He's like, mm. I guess he's the, the Derek Brunson of the welterweights, bro. Pretty much, right? Oh. This guy literally beats everybody. He's ranked super high, but then just loses for some yeah. reason when it's time to win. Like, when it's time to actually win a fight, he doesn't yeah. win it. Bro. You may be seeing the future because uh, Brunson, yeah, Brunson think, hasn't hit that wall again. Where, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a fucking future in for Brunson with with there's rather yeah at the top. But he may be, you know, he don't mind being number three. He may he has to run through like Marvin. Bro, he, I don't even see him getting. Bro, imagine they just completely cuck this man and they give him <laughs> because everything's booked up. Yeah. Bro. everything is literally Facts. booked up bro. Facts. for like the next. Five months, bro. They haven't even announced Israel versus uh thing yet. Yeah. Rob Whitaker. They haven't even announced. Did they pick a that, date. That fight could be. They don't even have a date. Yeah. Let, let's let's do some reconnaissance, right? While we're before we get into the main event, let's do some reconnaissance. Let's look how this look. Let's see how the rest of this year is looking out. So, well, obviously it wouldn't be this year. I remember them talking about like March 2022. Like that's the time that he said he wants yeah. to fight around. That that's the timeline, though, yeah. right? So we got December 4th. That's Rob Font, 269, December 11th, and Lewis and Chris Dawkins. They're in enough to year, all right. So realistically, so I guess this is a, a a kind of a time to announce that too. You know, fucking Bilal Muhammad or not Bilal Muhammad. Right. Uh, Jesus, whenever I think of this guy, I think of Bilal now. Leon <laughs> Edwards and uh, Kamar Usman is happening in March. That's crazy. Did that fight, I, I, did it get announced? Is that official? It's confirmed. It's confirmed. I love that. It's confirmed, bro. And that's crazy. It's it's between April and March. But I think it's going to be March because I think they're going to try to put that one with uh, Israel Asanya and uh, Rob Whitaker to be like a super, super title uh, banger, and then they're gonna put. Uh, actually, yo, imagine they had Kamaru, Israel, and Francis in the same night. But Francis already got announced, yeah. right? That was like February or something. I think that's happening, something like that. I can't remember. I but, thought uh, he was fighting soon. Yeah, he's. Yeah, it's not yeah, this year. Right. I thought it's like February. Yeah, I don't know why. I thought something like that. Two sixty nine card. Yeah, he is yeah, not on that. <laughs> we would have been we would have been hype about that, bro. That's like two weeks. <laughs> no bullshit. But yeah, like, what was the conversation? Uh, God damn, we just got yeah, down a fucking. We just went out of nowhere. But the last thing you asked was, uh, imagine if Inganu, Kamaru, and uh, ah, Israel were on the same yeah. night. That would have to be in Nigeria, bro. There's no way they have that a U.S. card. Yeah, they would probably. But that that's never gonna happen. I mean, maybe not. Like soon but i hope in like a few years like that's a possibility yeah yeah it could be a possibility. could you imagine bro but yeah i mm. think of like did you ever see like those muhammad ali documentaries whenever he fought uh george foreman in in i forgot the country but it was one of the african countries bro and it was fucking <sighs> ghana i can't remember if it was I ghana it was, or... i think it was zaire i think it was zaire and they called the been, rumble yeah. in the jungle 
Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that, that now. That's coming bro, back. They to you. Ha- Yo, you see the arena? It's fucking insane. The amount of people are there. Like it doesn't even look Stupid. like a real thing. Stupid amounts no, of people. Can you imagine Israel doing a fucking break dance entrance in front of like a hundred? All and, his home, like two thousand people. Yeah, that would be fun. Yo, that'd be insane, that'd be bro. Crazy. That's a sight that I would kill to see. Not gonna hold. Yeah, that would, that would be absolutely nice. The thing is, though, Francis is from Cameroon, though. He's not uh, from true. But no yeah, I f- Nigerians are Nigerians are still gonna be there for, for yeah, Francis facts. That's their brother. Facts. Anyway. I feel like you just find the biggest fucking arena in Africa. You know, and just have yeah, there. people will Dude, travel. They have some of the, they have some of the craziest fucking uh, arenas for um. For uh, I remember I sent you this Vice documentary, bro, of uh, of the the wrestlers out there in uh Nigeria. Oh, I remember oh. this. Yeah, those guys are fucking yeah. units, bro. Yeah, walking refrigerators, yeah. bro. They're like Dead fucking uh, a lightweight Francis Ngannou, all muscle. Bro, there's you think Francis Ngannou is the only person nah, that's man. like, bro? There's. Thousands and hundreds and thousands of them that are yeah. out there, bro. It's just Francis can fight. Yeah, Francis. <laughs> and they don't really know facts. how to fight. Francis made it out too. He he made it to France and then genetics, yeah, bro. That can like they're crazy. just genetic freaks, bro. Yeah. Like it's just in their blood, bro. Something with Nigerians in uh in uh something in their blood, yeah. bro. I don't know what Specimens, it is. Man. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Back to all I was saying. Yeah. yeah fucking. Let's bring uh, this back to the middleweights. Freaking Brunson, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine he just gets cucked, bro. Yeah. And he gets like Kevin Gaslam or something. Kevin Gaslam, like, that'd be an ultimate fuck you. Or they're gonna get you know they might give him a <laughs> they might give him a Marvin, bro. You don't think they're giving him Marvin? Imagine that. No, imagine they give him Marvin. I think bro. he'd like that. I'm just retiring. I'm literally just. Retiring, I think he'd like bro. that. I like that matchup, bro. Marvin's number two. I Brunson's like four. Move. Oh yeah. I feel like he's going to lose, bro. And that's what he's afraid of, bro. I think he's afraid he's going to lose and then he's got to backtrack all yeah. over again. Because he's on his last stretch, bro. He's old, bro. That's true. He's not yeah. going to. He's on his last stretch. He's not going to be able to stand in there with, with Israel Shine. He's going to have to wrestle him. And um, it's just not going to happen, yeah. bro. I don't see him ever being a it's middleweight champ because Izzy's there. But, like, I, I see him maybe beating Marvin. Or even, or even Rob, bro. Yeah. Like, if Rob's somehow got the championship back, which I highly doubt, he I don't see him getting past Rob either. Like it's just it's tough, bro. It's a it's yeah. a tough division to be in for him personally. Look at this. But just imagine that. Imagine Dean is like, Yeah, you're fighting you're fighting uh Marvin, bro. Like, I don't know what to tell you, yeah, bud. I'm, like you're fighting Marvin. I think bro. he'd like you that. You guys are booked yeah, for Marvin. I think he'd like that. I don't think he'd like that. What bro. you mean, man? He, he's already said, bro. He's already said it, bro. He's like, I will sit here and die on this <laughs> hill, bro. I'm waiting until that fight, that championship fight is done, and I'm fighting that winner. He said he's dying on That's that hill, funny. bro. If he get, if he gets set up with a fight, he's not gonna take it, bro. He's literally not gonna take it. I don't know, man. I hope he does. I feel like Brunson's deserving of it. He he definitely came back, won a lot of fights, mm-hmm. stopped a lot of hype trains, and. You know, undoubtedly. Now but, he's gonna go get your cheeks clapped by uh, New Zealand's <laughs> finest. 
in a fucking year, yeah. bro. He's gonna fight him. I feel like Izzy will fight him in like August. Like if Izzy uh, fights Rob in uh, in like March or something, beats him, he'll get, he'll take he'll make a quick recovery. Guess based on how that fight goes, and then he'll he'll put uh. Brunson in the retirement oh, home. Well, if it's anything like the first, it'll be a quick, uh, quick finish. Means quick, quick turnaround for the champ. Yeah, but Brunson changed his game though. He changed it around. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't rush in anymore and get clipped like he used to. He's just going straight to the wrestling. So I respect. Yeah, he's gonna pull a, a Jan Blahovich. Yeah, he's gonna do a Jan Blahovich. I'm afraid so, but I think Izzy just. I don't know. That's a different wrestler, bro. He's not. That's not a yawn, bro. That's a much lighter guy for Izzy. Yeah. He can he can handle that body weight, but yeah, that's true. That's a good Fucking point. Brunson is smaller than Izzy versus Yawn is clearly like Way taller, smaller. bigger. So yeah, and people look at that fight and and just think, yeah, any wrestler is gonna take Izzy out, but it's like people completely forgot what Gaslam did. Like, yeah. Gaslam is a t- he's the cream of the crop at that point like uh for uh for uh for the middleweeds like Gaslam was one of the best wrestlers in middleweeds people forget that you know he hasn't been on the the good side of things you know as far as winning fights and stuff like that but he's one of the best wrestlers mm-hmm. bro that fight against and is he handled that yeah, well undoubtedly bro that fight I say Gaslam is better than Brunson at wrestling in their primes maybe, way better yeah Way better. Best. Could be, could be. I mean, it's, I'm not going to argue against that, but I think that that fight with uh, Kev, <laughs> Calvin and, and Izzy, bro, that's probably my favorite middleweight fight of all time. All time? Uh, that's definitely like... None of the Anderson Silvers? I was just thinking that. It, he, <laughs> I think it's top three for sure. It is yeah, up there, bro. It's it definitely it, up man. there. That was shit was nuts, bro. Imagine I don't know, some of those that Anderson live. Silva fights. Yeah. Undoubtedly, bro. Undoubtedly, that those Anderson Silva finishes, bro. That up kick, come on, come on. That guy was something yeah. else, man. Even Bisping, bro. Like Bisping is just—he was an animal, bro. Yeah, I mean, for as long as he was in the sport, you know. Yeah, but I, I can't remember like a signature Bisping win minus like the championship victory, of course. When he, yeah, when he got yeah, the chip. I mean, if we're talking about singular fights that were like top middleweight fights definitely when you got that yeah that, that was, was insane bro absolutely insane. he was like yeah, nobody was as, beating bisping yeah. that night bro yeah that, yeah that was bisping yeah <laughs> he, he was the man of the hour bro yeah. like there was no chance that anything in this universe was gonna stop him from winning that fight he was he was winning that was his night it was sealed sent off bro confirmed Crazy. Absolutely crazy. One of the best fights ever. Ever. Bro. One of the best fights ever. But yeah, I'm, I, I, as far as like, you, you know, content in the fight, I guess, you know, a war, definitely that, that fight is up there with Israel and, uh, and Calvin for sure. I mean, there's no denying that. Like that, that kind of set the precedent and the tone for his career too, right? For Israel to sign it where it was like, he hasn't really been battle tested in the UFC, and that man really tested him, and he got heart, man. That guy don't go out yeah, easy. no bullshit, man. Calvin hits yeah. hard, bro. He knocks people out. He just, he couldn't do it. 
I could knock that man out. Both bro. of their faces were just fucked up, man. Balloons, bro. That was the worst we've ever seen Israel. Yeah, hundred percent. Terrible stuff. 100%. But uh, moving on, tell me about. Uh, yeah, let's go to let's go to. This yeah, because I I, I just you know it's it's the anticipation of hearing <laughs> your thoughts for Misha and uh the lady she's fighting. It's just it's just eating me up, bro. Tell me. Or <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch, bro. You gotta watch uh uh fucking chael sonin's uh videos on uh his predictions in the fight bro he's so funny <laughs> man like anybody who watches chael Sonnen, you know what i'm talking yeah. about like he'll literally talk so much good stuff about a fighter for like 10 minutes straight or, or like five minutes straight and then he'll go off and tell this random story that has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with the fight and then at the end he'll completely go that south and, and named the person that he was that nobody expected him to go with like it's just some of the funniest shit ever so i was watching him uh talk about uh misha tay catlin vera earlier and it was just so funny reading his comment section because everybody was like oh chael's going with misha tate i guess we all gotta <laughs> bet on catlin guys <laughs> fucking chael is just known for cucking people bro like he'll literally speak mad good shit about misha for 10 minutes straight and then say ketlin's gonna win bro like that's just chael bro he's a fucking troll basically what you just we did earlier this pod with the porter and crawford (laughs) 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 no but i said a lot of good things about. yeah no you did i'm just teasing yeah don't try to do me like that bro i'm just teasing (laughs) but yeah anyway uh yeah, the vet is back, man. The vet is back for her second fight uh, in the UFC again after her long hiatus against the young and hungry and sometimes boring and unmotivated Catlin Vieira. I'm sorry, I just had to say it. Uh, yeah, man. She saw her last stride for UFC gold, 35 years old. Uh, this is going to be her first five-rounder against a 30 30 year old fight i mean same for catlin too um catlin's never been in a five round and misha's obviously been in a five rounder but this will be her first five rounder back in the ufc and you know the way that last fight went man that was that was only three rounds bro and she was tired like completely gassed you know she found her second win finished the fight obviously but you know, the way she was reacting to those punches from that last fight was kind of scary. And, you know, that's kind of like what is supposed to happen, right? You know, she hasn't fought in a while. So those punches, are they, they hit kind of different, you know, when you, when you come back. But, yeah, she didn't really know what was happening. Um, and, you know, yeah, like I said, it comes from being away from a long time. And, you know, Ketlin, she's, she's great at submissions, you know. She had a really... Good arm, arm triangle choke against Sarah McMahon. Um, but that's really what worries me is that her biggest credible win, her career, was Sarah McMahon, which is a great fighter to beat. And the way she beat her was pretty crazy. But, you know, she's gotten knocked out by Irene. She lost an extremely tough fight against Yana Kudskaya, where she just didn't look motivated at all. Oh, man she's missed weight a couple times and 
in that fight against Yanakunskaya, she she landed 35 punches, bro. 35. She landed 35 punches, and Yana landed over 250 punches, bro. Like, that was a punching bag, bro. 250 punches, which is crazy. Um, yeah, she can definitely she can definitely throw a punch, but when it comes to being in front of a skilled striker, she just never really has a fighting chance. Like, she'll either get knocked out by Irene, who's a much better striker than her, or Yana Kuniskaya, who's clearly a way better striker than her as well. She couldn't even let her get to 50 strikes landed. But yeah, when it comes to wrestling, though, Misha is far better. She's far better than Kelly, in my opinion. Uh, she's much more decorated there. She's won championships being there. She's won championships on top of championships from the wrestling. So Misha is really good at keeping that ground control, that top count control, to be more specific. Um, she's great at ground and pound. We've seen the last fight. We've seen it in her championship fights. She's excellent at submission hunting. Same for Ketlin. We've seen her uh, in the McMahon fight. She looked great in that fight. But, you know, Ketlin did not fight hard enough to stuff those takedowns from McMahon, and that bugs me. That was an easy, easy takedown for McMahon in that specific fight. And Misha is almost going to secure those double underhooks, sweep you to the ground easily. You know, it may be 32%, but that's because she just doesn't stop until she gets you there. You know, she's relentless. She's going to get you to the ground. That's where she's most comfortable. Her striking is, has gotten better. She's definitely been adamant on, on speaking about that um, uh, over the years of her being away. You know, she hasn't really been notable for that. And it looked a little bit cleaner. It looked a lot better in the last fight. It wasn't really showcased too much because she was really doing a lot more wrestling and ground and pound. But, you know, it looked cleaner. She was throwing a lot more combinations. Her straight rights looked right down the pipe. You know, they weren't like looping and and, and uh, being all over the place. You know, she looked very composed. It looked like great boxing to me, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I got Henry Cejudo in five, bro. Um, Henry's going to win this one. I think Henry is going to retain uh, gold again and, and just get another strap, bro. bro you know? I'm not going to hold you, bro. I was falling asleep <laughs> on this side and then I heard that. <laughs> How do you make this fight interesting? Yeah. You got Catlin Vieira who just gets dominated by strikers. Barely has good takedown defense. And she's going up against a UFC veteran who's just out of her prime she looks great but like she's just out of her prime man she's just not what she was before and you know these are killers in this in this division bro so it's like if we even see her get past ketlin say she does right in a five-round fight what's she gonna do against irene what's she gonna do against yana kuniskaya holly holm you know these are killers bro these are stand-up killers bro and they're gonna they're gonna chew her apart bro but for this fight specifically, not thinking about UFC gold right now, just this fight specifically, I got Misha Tate. I think she's going to sit her down on the wrestling. We're going to get a lot of wrestling. Um, we're going to definitely get some stand-up because, like I said, 32% takedown ratio for Misha Tate. I'm not sure what Catlin's uh, takedown ratio is, but it's going to be a lot of Misha just... 
you know, grind and that takedown down. So it's going to be a lot of wasted time in the fights. And that's what people don't like seeing, right? People don't like boring fights where uh, half the fight is trying to get the fighter to the ground. And then, you know, they finally get them there. And then the rest of the two minutes are just sitting on top of them. So I feel like that's the type of fight we're going to get. And that doesn't excite people. So yeah is what it yeah, is definitely don't it henry cejudo in five henry cejudo in five i love it bro <laughs> i'm excited to see henry cejudo make his long-awaited return <laughs> the wrong person made their return man fucking misha God. nah man but yeah you said a lot of good things bro uh i think she's a the wrestling it will play a huge factor in this fight and i feel like the ufc are just just tossing these ladies up for misha trying to get her up there against uh yeah. to build up that nunez rematch that's ultimately yeah, what it which, is but she's gotta go through <sighs> i can't keep saying these names bro i'm a broken record <laughs> no no nah, you don't got to <laughs> to get to amanda yeah, nunez a lot of look at the competition she has to go through it's just nasty bro it's a nasty nasty con- like set of competition bro like these bantamweights are dirty bro they're dirty a lot of them can box a lot of them are disgusting on on the feet so it's gonna be hard for her bro especially as a as a fighter who's really adamant on getting people to the ground and beating them that way you know it's gonna be hard getting there when you got these tall women just picking you off from a distance they're all long they're lengthy you know they're kickboxers so it's it's gonna be tough but I don't see this being the most exciting fight for a lot of people. Not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna promote it yeah, as that either. I won't people. I won't do that disservice for people. You know. But I guess that's a good place to end it, man. If you, if you, nonetheless, have, yeah, nonetheless, you should watch yeah, it. Anyway. I definitely will be tuned. I think I still think it'll be a good fight. I'm not gonna sit here and completely trash it. It'll definitely be a, a, an interesting fight uh, for the veterans. So. Definitely tune yeah, in. Yeah, man. Me. Misha Tate's one of the all-time ladies in the in the sport, so for sure she's mm-hmm. watching in a Misha or Sean. If Misha's on at the same time as Sean, which one are you fighting? Which one are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, appreciate you listening. That's a good place to end it, man. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> That's like that's like you come home for dinner, right? And mom's like, "All right, I cooked, honey. We got artichoke fucking stew, or or you could have this 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 delicious pizza that I ordered this afternoon. What am I gonna choose? I mean, I I mean, I guess on I guess it's what I mean. I had pizza the other day, so I'd probably eat, go with the soup. Eat man. that like, artichoke. Ah. <laughs> Get out! Hell yeah, artichoke me, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's a good place to end it, man. I'm going Sean Porter all fucking day, brother. Yeah, Sean Porter versus Misha Tate. <laughs> Misha, man, the wrestling. Let's the end the this wrestling gets is, weird. Is factor. Here's another one. That's a good point. That's a good point. Right, that's a good yeah, point. That's a good place to tap it off. People. Yeah, yeah that won't even make sense. Right all right if you made it this far i appreciate you listening this is the hurt business podcast if you didn't get it at the top my name is yeah. ferris sharari and on the other side of this is josh leach leach uh <laughs> just had a print why'd you say so, my name? you know just so they know who you are brother so they could they could get a feel <laughs> yeah all right man don't <laughs> my government out there thanks guys i'm tracking you down uh, while you're at it might as well say right. my address uh, 32 broadway <laughs> 
and uh anyway uh, east bridgeport <laughs> but um thank you for listening this is the hurt business podcast listen to our episode on monday or tuesday we'll have a reaction to these beautiful fights uh enjoy them and uh until next time hope you hope you win some money man. <laughs> i'm telling you bet on sean porter ladies and gentlemen you will not regret it i will make you some money and if you do and if you lose you know the catchphrase anyway appreciate you guys listening